0: The lighting I'm playing with in here. I moved my studio around a little bit so we're on the uh, other end. Okay, are you ready?
1: Anytime.
0: You're a pro, so we can just jump into this, right?
1: Uh, whatever. Uh, it, it, it's 30 minutes, so whatever it is that you like to talk about and cover, I'm happy to.
0: Great. All right, so you'll see it start. I'll start doing the one, two, three thing. Okay, ready? watching and listening to the Ultra Perform show, the show of performing your best at business and life. I'm very excited to have our special guest today. He has written, is it 800 books? You said 800 and then some, right?
1: Uh, You published. 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 Over 800 books. Written.
0: 50.
1: Currently working on my
0: 59th. 59th. And you, uh, you asked me earlier, how did I have I written a whole bunch of books yet? And I was like, no, I'm still working on one. But Mitchell is going to be sharing with us. He's the AHA guy, and that uh, people he's a people publisher who works with various platforms and partners to help people get their AHA message to those that need to see them. AHA is a platform he and his team built to allow people to quickly share content over 41,000 AHA messages available to share on social for free, on social media, right, uh, Mitchell? When you say social? Yeah, so
1: uh, if you go to ahathat.com, you'll see we're now over 42,000. And so it's just at ahathat.com, free to use, free to share, and there's content for you to share so that you can help build your community, build your following.
0: Great, great. So tell us what got you into uh to writing did you start writing first you start becoming a publisher first
1: oh that's a good question uh, I think it <laughs> steps back to my first book uh, which was written in the uh, long time ago written in the 80s and uh, I think I published it late late 80s and uh, decided to make a uh, the the question when you're writing a book, everyone thinks their book is is the best thing from sliced bread, and and, uh, and and so you you go through the process of whether or not you want to get a publisher and how to go about doing that, and so the first book came from a problem I was I was addressing at the time, which was simply should you rent or buy a house, mm. and so I did enough research and put together a spreadsheet to help make that decision for me and that was the first book I ever, uh, I ever created and ended up self-publishing. Um, and from there, let's see, I did a Prentice Hall book after that, uh, during the dot-com days. And then it was 2005 that I opened up my publishing company again. Um, and, and so that's where, since 2005, we've published over 800 books. And the goal has always been, it's never about the book. It's always about what you do with a book. And so it's always about how do you make the book easier and easier to write. And and we've cracked, we've cracked that button. We, we now have actually, we now can actually say that we press the easy button on writing a book.
0: Yeah, that's pretty, uh, pretty neat. So you asked me in the very beginning, what can you do for me? I mean, you asked me that, uh, that pretty much at the beginning of our conversation, because we were, we were, uh, I was getting set up because I had some technical difficulties. But why did you ask me that so early? I, I mean, I, I don't mean like there's a, there's a good purpose behind that. Clearly, I, I can hear that. So where does that come from?
1: Well, it's, it's, uh, we live in a world that has become more and more focused on customer service, service and servant leadership. And so this is your show, not mine. This is your audience. You're trying to uh, get excited about and, and work with, and you have a particular practice or philosophy that you have in life. So it's not about the message that I want to share. It's about the message that that I can share given what needs that you particularly have. So the the first thing I always ask when when uh, when I'm talking with somebody is. Okay, what's the duration of the show? What do you want to make sure we get accomplished? Uh, What do you need personally that you're not getting today? I see. Because part of when I read about you and looked at what you were doing online, um, you're moving in the direction that the world's moving in. And that is the the best performance you could have is when you could figure out in life how work equals play. Mm -hmm. Because if work equals play, then you could play all the time. If you could play all the time, you're just a lot happier if you're happier people want to hang around with you. And guess what? You have an opportunity to play more.
0: Yeah, I, I actually love to work. I love doing what I'm doing. I mean, I'm, we're working right now. It's a great thing, right? But Absolutely. I, I, I love to work. and uh, I, The one thing I notice is that uh, sometimes there are aspects of work that you don't like. And I'm sure there's aspects of writing a uh, – it doesn't mean you don't like your work. It just means, like, you're tired of dealing with these people or you're frustrated because your goal is here and you're still doing this or whatever it might be. I'm sure that comes up with writing books. Well, so let's uh,
1: let's step back for those that that, uh, that that really need to hear this. And that is – the question becomes what – what do you write a book for? What is the purpose of the book? And, and many times, uh, you know, when I started my publishing company in 2005. That was, at, that was getting close to the advent of the e-book. Everyone kept saying physical books are gone away. E-books are going to take over the world. And, and obviously that hasn't happened. The biggest thing that's happened is where you actually purchase your books, whether they're physical books or e-books or audio books. And, and now we, we basically purchase them all online. Let's go back to the question, what is a book and what do you use it for? Now, if you have in your mind that you've gone through something really amazing in life and your words are going to sell like hotcakes and all you have to do is write your stuff down and if you build it, if you write it, they will come, I'd like to say to you that that's just not going to happen. The J.K. Rawlings of the world, the opportunity or the uh, potential of becoming that person is worse or less than winning the lottery. So once again, you step back, what is is it that you write a book for? Uh, In today's world with so many of these things, so many microphones, so many opportunities to reach out to others, so many ways for many people around the world to say that they do what you do at a different price point. What The importance of a book is, is really the designation that you're an expert. So when you write a book, you're an expert at solving a problem. And the thing is, what you should be thinking about when you're writing a book is not the book on world peace. The book you should be writing, the book that you should focus on, is a book that looks at the customers or prospects you have today and solves their pain points. Mm -hmm. Why? Very simple. Okay, this is very simple. How do people find, if they don't know you, if people don't know you today, how do they find you? Well, if they have a particular problem, what are they going to do? They, they Google. Exactly.
0: I do it all they're the time. Go they
1: Google say, I have a problem with. Okay, now, Google, cool
0: I'm be, doing that constantly.
1: Yeah. Hmm? Well, how cool would it be if your book popped up or AHA messages, and I'll talk about that in a moment, your AHA messages pop up. And so the thing that's fascinating is probably you have more than one type of client. You have more than one pain point. And the issue we've solved is the ability to be able to write a book in eight hours or less. Mm -hmm. Um, And actually, once you've done your first book, you could probably then modify it in about an hour or two to, to then make it tailored to each audience. And so now you have the opportunity to have a book in your name that that basically solves the pain points your prospects have because that's what you write the book for. So to answer your question, uh, what's the pain that people come across in writing a book? It's, it's really simple. And this comes down to my, my big aha moment came towards the end of last year, came towards the end of 2017 because my entire life, who I am, I'm a guy, and I can tell you're a visual thinker as well, Adam. I'm a visual thinker. I like to construct stuff. I like to figure things out. And if somebody tells me enough information, I like to figure it out and do it myself. I'm a DIY guy. I like to do it myself.
0: Yeah, I am okay. a kind of, I am kind of a do-it-yourself because everyone else does it wrong.
1: Yeah, exactly. Well, then the question becomes how important is it? What is the scale of right and wrong? But but we, we come back. To
0: that one. Sure, and, I, and I'm, so, I'm just kidding, but I'll, I'll, I'll touch base with that later.
1: Okay, so so what's interesting is my uh, moment was recognizing that my true audience, because the systems and the processes and the companies I built, I have four different publishing companies. We publish over 800 books. What would happen is we would wait for somebody to write a book and reach out to us, and then we would do a great job publishing our book, and and. That is a world in which there's a person who's has it's so strong in their head that they're going to write a book that mm-hmm. they make the time to have have it happen. The model that I realized is appropriate for me at the end of the last year is simply the do it for your service, right? So here's the interesting part. We can interview you for two hours on a recorded line, and then we can go straight your book from there. Mm-hmm. And what happens is we're basically extracting your genius in a way that now it's available for social media, it's available for lead gen, it's available on, on Amazon, on the Kindle, it's available in physical books. And by the way, what's really cool about that two-hour interview, we're also making you focus on who are your prospects and what are their pain points. So for those people who haven't spent enough time really diving into that, it's going to give you elements, opportunities for you to really speak and empower others. So what I, Adam, what I'd say is, the if somebody's having a hard time writing their book, then well, don't write it. You don't need to. Right? It it, it only takes eight hours to write your book if you write it from scratch. Even that said, it, if you just can't find the time to make that happen, let's do a two-hour interview and then we'll, we'll ghostwrite it for you.
0: you. Could you explain to people what ghostwriting is for the people that don't know what it is?
1: Oh, sure. So, it's ghostwriting is the the point in time where somebody actually takes your words that that your words your concepts and writes your book for you now what does that mean I, I, there's a there's a whole variant of ghostwriting uh, it ranges from somebody does an interview you, with you to you you give a topic and somebody just writes stuff and then you update it mm-hmm. What we do in particular, and, and let me let me show you, i I got a couple books here that I'll show you these books. This, I'm showing you a, a model of servant leadership, which is both in paperback and hardcover. Great. And what an AHA book is, and I'm going to just pop it open, an AHA book is comprised of 140 AHA messages. Mm. 140 quotes that we printed. if you can see this, we actually print in color it's 140 quotes that really focus on the core problem that that you're solving for your audience. Okay. So what we do for those that we ghostwrite books for is we'll have an interview with you on who are your prospects? What are their pain points? When you talk to your prospects, what objections do they have? Mm-hmm. And what happens in that conversation after a two hour interview and and and. At the moment, I'm primarily, primarily the one doing the interview. We're right in the middle of creating a certification school so that other people can actually uh, can, write, can do the interview themselves. We mm-hmm. already have a writing school that's just about to be released. Mm-hmm. So, so right now it's just me doing the interview. So what happens is I'm sitting here and I'm talking with you and I'm thinking about you. And What I'm trying to do is put myself in the shoes of your prospect. I'm trying to ask you the questions that I would have when deciding on whether or not I want to work with you. Mm. So, a good example of an aha message would be, uh, and this is from my book, uh, and I'll, I'll show you one of mine. This is a book, it's called Hey Did You Aha That. And this book was kind of fun because I interviewed, because uh, I want aha that to be a verb, so that's why that. So, sure. this one I interviewed four of my authors. Mm. And so that means 80% of the content in this book are other people's words. My favorite aha message from this book, and I'll, I'll share what that is, is we live in a seven-second soundbite economy. Yeah. Make it count.
0: Yeah, I get that.
1: Okay, so how do you – when you hear huh. that, you're like, oh, that makes me want to do something. Well, so now imagine having a book where you have 147-second soundbites. Yep. You only need one <laughs> to catch yeah. somebody's attention. And by the way, when you write your book and having published 800 books, I can tell you there are authors who can't spell the word marketing. So they somehow feel after they write their content that what's going to happen is it's going to magically market itself and let people are gonna know about it. Well, that, that's, that's painful for me if somebody has spent the time to write their book and they never market it and they don't sell any. any uh, any copies mm-hmm. that are worthwhile or they don't pick up new clients from their book. So that, that bothers me. And so with an AHA book, you, what's interesting is your content sits on the AHA platform. So your content now is easily shareable on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, Google+. Plus. So by definition, when you have your book, you also have social media content for a couple quarters or a year mm-hmm. that you now can share. And here's the cool part, Adam you get other people to share it for you as well because it's that easy to do. Yeah.
0: That's pretty neat. Uh, a lot of great information you've got there. What, uh, what brought you to the aha movement? I'll, I'll call it that. And what, where, where'd you come up with that name?
1: Yeah, it's, uh, I think since I, uh, last time I worked for a company was 1997. Mm. And so I worked for some microsystems at the time I was, running the e-commerce component of some supply chain. And from there, I, I became an e-commerce expert, e-commerce consultant, actually Esther Dyson called me Mr. E-commerce. My job there was to help people figure out how to, how to use this thing called the internet to actually do sales directly and, and to really? actually streamline operations. And, and I actually, I had many CEOs and VP of operations tell me, you know, this, this internet stuff's never gonna be ready for primetime. Obviously, we know it is. Yeah. So during the time I was in corporate and, and even the e-commerce time, what would happen is, and, and I, ran a, I ran a bunch of programs. I ran four programs, executive business programs at San Jose State and UC Santa Cruz. Mm-hmm. And the goal when I would talk to my faculty members and, and when I would actually be teaching myself was to turn on that light bulb, right? Is to get the audience to figure out wherever the audience is, whether it's at a conference or at a, in a classroom or whether it's online, to get the person on the other side to, to change their framework. It, nowadays, I call it the aha moment. You know, In the past, I can call it to have their light bulb turned on. Mm-hmm. To see the world in a slightly different way, I'm hoping by this tiny half-hour interview that you never look at the book in the same way. Because a book is not about something that you produce and hope to make money on books. The book is something you produce as quickly as possible, as efficiently as possible, as cool as possible. So mm-hmm. it looks good and represents you well. But your goal of the book, how, do you, how many more clients, how many more leads, how many more clients, how much more product, how many more services mm-hmm. can you bring in? Because you now have an asset that says you can solve the pain point. Of those that you're working with.
0: What about uh, the other things that are benefits of a book, like credibility and authority? Oh, uh,
1: th- th- those those are things you get with the concept called a book, period. Mm. Yeah. Right. So an Aha book is a social media enabled ebook, um, and that is our least ex- expensive thing. And and for those that are in school, uh, students and teachers uh, have a scholarship program, so we actually don't even charge for that. Mm. For those that are interested in more than an aha book we turn them into pdfs and kindles mm. so pdf is typically at top of funnel so it's lead candy if you ever get to a website somebody says hey give me your email address and download this pdf uh, that's what we'll, technically will create a 140 page pdf that you can ask people to download um, the kindle gives you because allows you to become an author on amazon and then we also turn it into paperback and hardcover Right? So the thing that's interesting nope. is.
0: You've got a cover.
1: Yeah, we'll do this one. I'll show you Brad, Brad uh, Freeman's book on digital marketing. For those that are just listening <laughs> to this, how much credibility, how much power is in that? I was knocking on a hardcover glass. Yeah, yeah. And what Brad did, which was interesting, is we have, we break our books into sections. And at the beginning of a section, we typically have a picture. And then we also have a uh, one paragraph summary. What Brad did instead is he wanted more content. So what Brad did is Brad repurposed past blog posts hmm. and put them in his book as his section summary. Interesting. So what does somebody get if you're the author of a book and the book solves the pain points of your prospects, by definition, you have credibility and, and, the, and, and the recognition that hey you're an author you must be capable of solving this issue mm. particularly if you do a good job of talking about the issue what are the problems that your prospects are having sure In your case is it living a good life both merging that work world and play world right so, yeah. so is that, tell me how, how do you get paid who pays you and for what I, I looked at your your resumes but who's what's the biggest pain point that you're solving
0: for me what i'm huh? solving well, I, uh, I talk, if you, if you did some research, I talk about health, wellness, peace of mind, and exercise, and having a, a strong, balanced life, and living with passion, too, of course. I have, another show okay. called, I have another show called Passion Living with Adam, but I believe that's the core that you need to be able to have the energy and the health to actually pursue whatever you want without fail, in the sense of you have the power behind it. You've got that basically done. You don't have to worry about your health because you're taking care of your health. So you can go after your dreams from there.
1: Nice. And uh, yeah, and, and I, I sent a LinkedIn request to you before the show and and, uh, and did some research. The, the interesting part, I did a TED Talk in in the middle of November. So I'll absolutely send you the link to that when it Great. comes out. Thank you. Yeah, we'll post and it with just, this. It's really what I, uh, it's what you talked about is is the world, what you're talking about is the world of the future, right? Mm -hmm. And it's really the opportunity to to really enjoy what you do, because if you really enjoy what you do, it's not work anymore.
0: Yeah, uh, exactly.
1: And an asset that can help you get there is this concept called a book showing, I mean, your initial book could be uh, work equals play. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, your your subsequent books could be your work equals play, and then pick the vertical, the, the particular sets of clients or prospects that you're working with. So work equals play. If you're in the and then fill in the industry, and each book would have a specific industry because people in, in the old days, people. Hold on, I'll, I'll get you the show you the big book. Uh, here it is. So this is one of the books we published. This is. You know, uh, 100,000 words, it took the authors three years to write their book. Now, they're picking up six- and seven-figure consulting contracts based on this book. Mm-hmm. So they needed to do this. It took them nine months, though, to do the uh, to do the second edition. Oh, a second, second
0: edition. The okay, edition. great. It looks like a textbook, actually.
1: And, and you know, but they, for what they do, the book is on product reliability. They felt that that was what they needed to pick up the large contracts. Mm-hmm. What I would say for someone whose work he could play, you know, why should you spend more than eight hours or two hours writing a book, right? You you should have a book that more easily represents you because it's one more piece of credibility that you have when you when you talk to people. Sure. Um, you know, since I did the TED talk, I now have TED speaker, you know, or TEDx speaker as part of what I what I do. Um, having written the, the fifty eight books. A number of them we made into international bestsellers. Mm. So now it's international bestseller and TEDx speaker, right? So it's what you look for in in the world in which you meet other people is how do you a communicate that first seven second soundbite so they want more, yep. and then b what is it that gives you the credibility to even give that seven second soundbite to start with. Mm-hmm. Right, so so if you if you're at a networking party and and you're hanging out with a friend and he brings you over to somebody says and and that person knows both of you oh you've got to listen to Adam because well you got the credibility now you have seven seconds
0: <laughs> yeah well, screw it exactly you don't, you don't right? it up, right? yeah exactly so how can you write a book in eight, eight,
1: uh, eight hours? So the URL to go to if you just want to use Aha That it's Aha That Okay. As I mentioned, it's free to use, free to share. If you want to see our three-step authoring process, and Adam, if, you, if you're interested, I'm happy to talk about it, uh, we have that at aha.athat.com slash author. And what you'll see on that page is, is video, customer testimonials, and you'll see our three steps. Hmm. Can I, should I talk about the Yeah, steps? yeah,
0: please, yeah, please.
1: Okay, so the interesting part on the three steps is uh, step number one. It's a Word document. Mm-hmm. So we know what Word documents are. For those that don't use Word, we have it in the Google Doc. And it has four questions. What's your name? What's your bio? Uh, what is the title of the book in a one paragraph summary? But the most important question is question number one. All right, we made a question number one. I'm gonna tell you how it reads and then what it really means. It says, who is the reader and what are their expectations from this book? Mm-hmm. What it really says, who is your prospect and what are their pain points? Hmm. Because once again, the title of your book should include in the title the pain point that you're solving for your prospects. If that doesn't make sense to you, like this one doesn't, because this one is uh, this one is focused on I want to create a verb for all that. So it would be my subtitle that would make more sense. Um, this thought, the subtitle is thought leadership in seven seconds or last to build your brand with aha that this is more of a book to help push the platform. Hmm. The next book I'm working on is being seen and being heard as a thought leader. So if somebody types into Google, how can I be seen or how can I be heard as a thought leader? That's the title of the book. The subsequent versions of that book will focus on vertical areas. How can I be seen, you know, being seen and being heard as a thought leader in and then fill in the blank? Okay. So step one is a Word document. Uh, step two, I've curated now over 75,000 AHA messages. So step two is a single page PDF. Uh, go to the website, aha.com slash author. Download the PDF. Uh, there's no, I've got nothing on it. So just it's, it's free for you to do. And what you'll read is best practices on how to write a good aha message, hmm. right? It's, it, even if you're just using it for social media, uh, it's how to write something in a, in a compelling, concise way that gets somebody thinking about you. Great. And then step number three is an Excel document. And that's where you put your 140 aha messages.
0: So you have, it, must, it must be separated into segments if you have it on an Excel sheet?
1: Yeah, and then what happens is one of the columns you put in your section summary, you know, the section name. So as as an AHA book, you just put in the section. So it, what happens is, as humans, most humans don't want to read 140 pieces of information, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. They, they need context. So if you put them into, I call them sections instead of chapters, put them in sections, people now can read and focus on a particular section. And so, going back to here, give you a book I had before. Here's one Sales Success Ahas. Um, and uh, what's nice about this is the first section. So, as I mentioned, here's a section picture and a section summary. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've uh, a single paragraph for a section summary. And so, this particular section, this book is on success as a salesperson. And it, it's written by one of the things you'll see at the front cover. It's written by both a sales manager and a salesperson. So, it's what is the trade off or that handoff between the sales manager and the salesperson? Mm-hmm. And so, the sections, each, each section is um, focused on a particular. So, this section is the sales manager's inner thoughts by Jack Daly. So, this is about the sales manager. And so, there's a section on that. Then the next section is on the sales, Uh, I'm sorry, the sales, I'll show you one more. This was kind of fun. Another book that uh, Jeff did. This book is Mom and Dad, I Promise I'll Get into College, right? And we had so much fun with this book. What's interesting is uh, when Jeff wrote his sections, we put those in blue, Mm. And when his daughter Lexi wrote her sections, we put those in pink, right? And she also has become an Amazon best-selling author. And so when she applies to colleges, actually I think she may be in that process now. When she applies to colleges, she's now and and Jeff has given her some speaking engagements. So she's now a best-selling author who has spoken at events. Great. Right? Once again. Think about the incremental credibility you have. She was 16 when she wrote this. She's 17 now. And now she's a best-selling author who has spoken at events. And she has a book with really, by the way, when you read this book, it really does cover that friction between parent and Mm. child on the
0: getting into college, college, that that, that application process. Well, that's great. Well, thank you so much for being on the show, uh, Mitchell. That was great information. Really good for us to have. Uh, we, uh, you know, anything else you'd like to add as we wrap it up?
1: No, I, I would say, listen, if, if you want to write your book, you can do it in eight hours or less. Go to slash author If you know in your heart of hearts that you won't be done in the next three months, uh, why don't you come to that? Take a look at the our opportunity to ghostwrite for you. Mm. And if you start in the next week or two, you'll have your book done in Q1. Think about how much more successful your 2018 will be if you start the year off with a book that talks about your prospects pain points.
0: Yeah. That's, so that's awesome. Uh,
1: that.com slash author.
0: Great. Well, thank you very much for being on. Hope to have you on again and keep your eyes and ears out for our show weekdays at five o'clock. You can find us on iTunes and iHeartRadio. Just uh, type in ultra perform and it'll pop right up. See you guys later. Sure. See you later, Mitchell. Thank you.
1: Awesome. Take care, Adam. Appreciate it.